0: Welcome to the card custom home and architecture podcast, the podcast that guides those looking for a home that expresses their unique lifestyle to release creative DNA into their project and have it completed while keeping the artistic vision alive. Now, here's your architect creative, JD Carling.
1: Here we are again at a live recording of the card custom home and architecture podcast. And every Friday, we talk about a topic directly related to building a custom home. And throughout the week, I have special guests that I think contribute to helping you in some way get in the path to start building a custom home since we're in the beginning of a series. And today I have my good friend, Chu Shin. He's a close friend of mine for about seven years now, but he also has served as like a coach to me in the sense of being motivated to do things and there's certain things that's his profession as well but he's also taught me things about doing vision boards or setting goals that has helped me to achieve things and even when i started my architecture firm and i left the corporate world chu was instrumental in helping me get in the right mindset for that so before we get into it chu do you want to tell us just a little bit about yourself today And what motivates you (laughs) or or what's your mindset?
2: (laughs) Yeah. It's interesting. Seven years ago when you started, when you were going through that transition of becoming your, uh, having your own firm and getting out on leap, like just leaping. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's got to be a scary time. Right, JD? Yeah. I mean, it was like, okay, here we go. (laughs) But the, one of the, one of the major blessings I think for you was you had your spouse at Laritza, your mm-hmm. wife, who was incredibly supportive of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is a major blessing. Yeah. And here we are seven years later, mm-hmm. you have learned so much, yeah. not by intellectualizing it, but by mm-hmm. just experiencing it and worked on some incredible projects throughout here in Orlando and beyond outside of Florida that I don't think you would have ever imagined leaving the architecture firm, the projects that you would work on. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I'm glad
1: you brought that up because I feel like that's a good topic of, like, point of discussion, too. Yeah. For today is the people that you can surround
2: yourself with.
1: Well, let's just talk about it now. So, when you're trying to achieve something, how, what do you think about the people around you?
2: Yeah, so I have a saying, your vibe mm-hmm. is your tribe, I like that. And if you look at all living things, Mm -hmm. all living systems, you can see that predicated on the environment, whether or not you'll thrive. Yeah. So I'll give you an example. Like, just imagine a polar bear trying to live here in Florida. Mm -hmm. What do you think would happen? Yeah, they wouldn't do so hot. They would not do. Th- <laughs> they
1: wouldn't do so hot.
2: <laughs> yeah, literally and figuratively, right? Yeah. What if, like, there was a like a an alligator that tries to live in Antarctica, mm-hmm. where polar bears live? Yeah. Right, or in Alaska. Mm-hmm. What is their chance of survival?
1: For some reason, I feel like the polar bear would do better in the hot, but the alligator would just lose it in the cold. But either way, not good. They would. They would yeah. die. Okay. So, you got me thinking about something already. When you're trying to complete a, a project or a goal in the corporate world or personal, you need to have the right environment of people that you're with. That is correct.
2: Okay. Environmentally, uh, that could mean a lot of different things in a corporate world. But one of the things that's a very popular term is culture. And what that is, is really a set of behaviors that you're willing to allow Mm -hmm. or not allow within your organization. And sometimes that could be explicit. Yeah. Other times it's not as so explicit. Yeah. It's like an unwritten rule or unspoken Mm -hmm. rule that you start to learn just being around that environment or in your workplace.
1: So that makes me think of, I took a project management course years ago when I was like, becoming a project manager and they said like whenever you start a project you you form a team then you normalize how you're going to operate and then you execute the job and so right now i'm thinking like if you're a a home a future homeowner in order to complete your home you need to form a team of people and that team of people is going to be like real estate agent bank architect and There's other sub people that go in that, like closing agent, landscape architect, stuff like that. Yeah. That will help you. And so the stronger you can build that culture around your project of people that are going to like speak truth to you, like (laughs) the the more they can speak truth to you and ask questions and people that maybe have worked together or are tailored specifically for your project. I think that will help you be more successful then because you're going to build that mini culture that might last for a year or two to complete that. Like, like, I'm just thinking like, if you're like Coca-Cola and you're like repeating the same thing, I know they have lots of projects, but the main production line is probably like a culture that's continued for a long time, but uh, completing a specific goal is more like what doing a house is. So like when you're coming on with a company and they're trying to change something, I feel like you do that a lot. Like your people are trying to do a new thing and you help them figure out how to reorganize. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm. Right now, I'm thinking, okay, that's important for our clients. Like, they're, they're going to form their team. And even in their family, like, they, it's important to think about who in your family is going to be a decision maker, who's going to be involved in the process of forming what your house is
2: going to be. Yep, yep. So, when you think about a house, everybody has their own styles and preferences that comes with it. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, a house is a, is a, should be a sanctuary. Now, it may not always be the case, but idealistically, it should be a place where you can feel safe, where you have food, water, Mm -hmm. shelter, a place where you can be able to belong. And that's part of, like, the fundamental needs Mm -hmm. of a human being, right? Mm -hmm. If you ever look at the pillars of, like, the Maslow hierarchy of needs, at the very, very basic, Mm -hmm. do you have food? Yeah. Do you have water? Do you have air? Yeah. Yeah. And then, do you have shelter? Yeah. Right. And that's what a home does. Now, a home can be a, an actual place, but certain places may not feel like a homey environment yeah. to everyone. Yeah. It may vary depending on the individual. But if it's your home, mm-hmm. it's all about how do you create your own flair? Okay. How do you feel comfortable with your own style?
1: Okay. Okay. I like this topic because. One of the main things I'm trying to get people to do is when you, when people are wanting a house, the first thing they always ask is like how much to do a drawing. And my professional proposal to people is take time to figure out what that means for you. Mm. So what is sanctuary for that person? What is a safe place for you to live in? What, what are those things? And I don't, if you just have the picture, that's not it. I, I'm getting there with everybody. Like, we're going to get into how do you draw this? How do you pick out the color that makes you feel a certain way? But you want to identify strongly what that feeling is. And one of the things that I've, every year or two shows me his vision board. And then at the end of every year, it's like he's completed like 90% of it. Yeah, you know, I don't know what the percentage is. Yeah. But like yeah, that's pretty close. And so I feel like you've got really good techniques. And I think the vision board, the way you do it is conducive to Being able to identify what you really want. So, can you walk me through a little bit your mentality behind your vision board?
2: Yeah. So it's interesting. You have um, invited Roberto. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right in your last in your last podcast, Mm -hmm. and um, I'm going to give a a little bit of a different spin. Okay. So when I look at a vision board, all that it is is a guide that allows me to be able to know what I say yes to Mm -hmm. and what I say no to. Okay. And I think that a lot of times we have so many options and so many distractions that happens throughout the year, throughout the month, throughout the week, throughout the day, that everything looks great, right? Mm -hmm. But if you say yes to something then that means you say no to everything else. Let me give you an example. Mm -hmm. Like, JD, I I said yes to be able to come here and do this podcast with you. Yeah. In saying yes, the amount of time that I'm actually spending time with you doing this, I'm saying no to everyone. I'm saying no to all my best friends. Yeah. I'm saying no to my girlfriend. I'm saying no to other people that could have access to me. Yeah. Because I've made a commitment and I've said yes to this. Right. And most people don't think about that. Most people don't think, oh, well, yeah, it's just a minute or if it's just 30 minutes, it's just an hour. Let me just do this. And then next thing you know, they go, man, the year's almost over. Yeah. Right. The year is almost over and I didn't get to do anything that I really wanted to be able to do. It feels like a paradox. Yeah. So, I want to be able to share with you that when I think about vision boards, it's something that I learned, and I've tailored it to me mm-hmm. um, over the past decade. Over the actually way before that, so the way that I approach it is, when it comes to why I'm actually providing this vision, or why I create my own vision, is the definition of purpose. Most people try to be able to mystify it, uh-huh. right? Yeah. But it's actually really, really simple. It's hard to discover that answer. So it's important for you to be able to go discover it. But the definition is this. There's a noun and a verb. The noun definition is what is the reason for which something is created, acquired, or obtained? What's the reason? Right? So when they say a noun, it's like what's your environment? What is the environment? What is the reason for which something is achieved, mm-hmm. obtained, or acquired
1: and so for a homeowner i could see like that might be when they're doing their kitchen or the way they're what's going to be in their room if they have that that idea for them i call it like the the dna or like the story that helps guide them to those things so i think i really like the way you put it what you say yes to and what you say no to because I'm my, once we start designing, the first thing I, I do is identify like the top two main things that are going to run through everything in the design of the house and like the business or whatever that we're doing. And like it's like the sacred cows. But then of course you have to pick out, I call, I also call it serial monogamy because you're picking out hundreds of things yeah. that are going to be there for, it could be a hundred years that door is there. And if you know in that serial monogamy what you're saying yes to and what you're saying no to based on your vision, then it's a smoother process. And I think it'll be more cohesive and something that is more of a sanctuary or safe place for you in the end. And that's one of the things that happens so much is I notice people are getting frustrated and confused. And I think that's okay. Like you're working through stuff in the process but there are times where people just get in like a changing cycle like i want this so i do this so i don't do that but if they have those main things to go back to then i think it can get them back and know what those values are or if it's like there's two decisions and both of them meet your value then you can just pick whichever one you want thanks for all the these concepts cuz i feel like i can piece
2: it together yeah really good so jd yeah. so once you start to think about like what is the reason for something to be achieved, mm-hmm. accomplished, or obtained, that's a process in itself to be able to actually visualize yeah. or envision. And then there's an actual verb definition for Oh yeah, I cut you off there. For first. purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and a verb is a fancy word for taking action, right? So how do you take action in accordance to the environment that you want to be able to create, which is the noun? Which is what you want to obtain or mm-hmm. achieve or acquire. And that is uh, the definition for the verb part of the purpose is having one's intention and or objective. What's your intention? What's the objective? And that's where you break it that break that down into smaller steps. Yeah. So when I do my vision board, I have like multiple slides of images and the first slide is just my inner circle. My family, I connect and have conversations with people all over the world. Yeah. And the people that have access to me first mm-hmm. are my family and my inner circle. And so I actually learned this from the president of uh, Full Sail University. His name is Gary Jones. Uh-huh. And I remember asking him, I was like, how do you do it, man? Like, how do you, how are you beloved by everyone? How do you make time for everyone? How do you juggle like the work, the home environment, and also the the networking environment? How do you do it? And he shared a time, he's like, he read a study where a person can be able to really devote about 12 to 15 people every single week on a weekly basis. Outside of that, you start losing the effectiveness of like really being able to dedicate and devote the relationships that you have. Okay. And so, at the time, I'm like, okay, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And then later on, when I would listen back to reflecting back on our talk, it would just hit me with a like a brick on my face, right? And what I really learned is that if I say yes to like you, JD, Mm -hmm. then I'm saying no to everybody else. You know, if I'm saying yes to my client, I'm saying no to hanging out with you. Yeah. Right. And Mm -hmm. how often do we hang out? Yeah. On a monthly basis, maybe a couple of hours of the month. Yeah. But because I know you're in my inner circle, I say yes to taking the time and making the time to spend with you Mm -hmm. because that's what I'm going to cultivate. That's in my vision. Yeah. Makes sense. So the first slide is all about like, who is in my inner circle? Mm -hmm. And I have a handful of people. With images of who I will say yes to, who will have access to me, and who I w- will become intentional about dedicating and spending my time with. After that, then I start looking at avocational and vocational, which is like the work that I do, the purpose of why I do what I do in terms of being purpose led or mission led. And then I look at kind of my own personal goals or bucket yeah. lists. And so, like this year, I know I have Formula One. and Like and Abu Dhabi Formula One? The Formula One in Austin, Texas. Oh, okay. Which is in October. And also Egypt, rounding out the, mm-hmm. finishing up the seven wonders of the world uh-huh. that was interrupted because of pandemic. Yeah. And so, I have those two mm-hmm. that are specific. Oh, I have one more from last year that I didn't do. Which is the Zion National Park. Oh, cool. Doing the angels landing and the narrow hike. I didn't get to do that because I got eye surgery. Okay. And I wanted to get eye surgery before I'd take on this intensive hike. And so I didn't complete that. I completed everything from my vision board except for that narrow, for that Zion Mm -hmm. National Park. So it's all about intention. And the vision board is just a reminder every morning that how are you in alignment to what you want to acquire mm-hmm. to what you want to achieve to what you want to obtain and i, I like that. And, and i focus on that yeah. so that's what i say yes to mm-hmm. everything else is a bonus yeah it's a nice to have but this is essential mm-hmm. to like this year i like this activity
1: especially when you're going on such a big endeavor like a year or the two years you're doing a custom home what what you told me I really like because those two years are like transformative years for people's lives a lot of time. Like they've just had their second kid and they need a bigger house and they're just going to go on and do their dream home or you've retired, your kids are moving out and you're doing a home that's going to be the place where you're going to do your art or the passion project you've always wanted to do now that you've got extra space and you want a new home for it or you're a business person who's like, you know, started making money and you know how you want to be. And you want a specific house for you. So there's like these big steps in people's lives. And I think it's an important opportunity to like, I really like that you said people because the whole point of a house is people, right? It's like, why are you, even if it's just you, you want it to be your bat cave, right? You want it to be your place to get away and be alone. It's still like, you need to see who are the people that are going to be, you could almost say the house is that inner circle and maybe you go out from there, but also, what the house is going to do and so there's like are you going to educate yourself there are you going to educate other people from a, a home studio there or what are you going to do and having that vision board coupled with the architectural images that come later or maybe sprinkled in there is good but the people part of it or the activity part is just as important as like i want a uh, Concrete wall, or I want a quartz countertop. You know, it's like right. if the quartz countertop is just because someone else had it or you saw it in you know Southern Living magazine, is that going to mean as much to you other than the fact you spent money on it? And then you'd be more defensive of it. Like this is my twenty thousand dollar countertop. It's like no, it's like I want for people to be like, this is the place where I'm going to do Thanksgiving or whatever holiday is important for the people in my life, or it's the place where I sit in the morning. And this is where I get ready for the day and I charge up for the day to go out and I take my notes. And that's like a purpose for that quartz countertop. That's right. So I really like this. If you haven't done a vision board, I suggest that you do one. Chews are super awesome. Mine are less elaborate, but they still help a lot. But I would just say, especially the years when you're doing these projects, to go for it. So Chew, thank you so much. If anybody wants to get in contact with you how do you want them to get in contact with you
2: they can just go to instagram and just type in talk to chu okay t a l k t o c h u okay and
1: just say hi okay chu has an awesome instagram too because he's always going all around the world coaching people so i'm in winter park doing architecture and chu's like in england visiting big ben and stuff so i get to kind of like vicariously <laughs> do that <laughs> i travel too but chu's like every every month he goes somewhere so Thanks for joining us for the Card Custom Home and Architecture podcast and live recording with my special guest, Chu Shin. On Friday, we'll be back to the regular episode and talking about the fourth point coming from the triangle of the architectural DNA. And thank you once again. See you next time.
0: Thank you for listening to the Card Custom Home and Architecture podcast. If you are ready to start your journey of a lifetime designing and building a custom home or project, sign up for a free consultation at ca-rd.com today. We look forward to the journey together and making something unique for you and your family. If you have any topics you want to discuss or questions about your custom home design for future episodes, send us a message via our website ca-rd.com. And again, join us next time for another episode of the Card Custom Home and Architecture podcast.